great day and it's a glorious day we want to thank god for this great privilege the bible says in romans chapter 1 verse 16 the bible says for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to them that believe to first to the jews and also to the gentiles so the bible says for therein is the righteousness of god revealed from faith to faith the righteousness of god is revealed in the gospel from faith to faith what is gospel gospel means good news so if you're there right now I would like you to stay there to be able to watch this episode or listen to it it's very vital I know these things will do something great in you because I'm sharing about the gospel of Jesus Christ so it's very important it's very important. let's pray together Heavenly Father we thank you for this great privilege to be able to share the gospel Jesus thank you for your love in our lives Thank you for your love for your body, the church on earth. We bless you. We glorify you. Thank you for your kindness in our lives. And I make bold to say tonight and today, Lord Jesus, that you rise in big in me and that you think through my cords and through, speak through my vocal cords. Let your grace mantle every hearer and everyone watching this broadcast. Let the name of Jesus alone be glorified. And the words of my mouth, and the meditation of my heart be accepted in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Thank you for your engrafted word. Yes, comes to us with weakness and with gladness. In Jesus' matchless name. Praise God. So in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, I said, the Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You can turn in your Bible there just to reaffirm this. The Bible says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. What is the gospel? The gospel means good news of Christ's salvation. It's good news to the whole world. Tell the whole world, Jesus already saved the whole world. There are two parts of salvation. There's a legal part of salvation. And there's a vital part of salvation. Legally, the whole world is saved. Vitally, you need to accept what Jesus has done. So that's why I tell people, you need to accept, you need to attend a uh, Bible believing church where they preach the gospel. Gospel means good news of Christ's salvation. We're not here to preach condemnation. No. See that Romans 1 16 again. The Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Salvation, soter, soteriology or soteria. You know, I love the way C.I. Scofield put it. He said, Both in the Greek and the Hebrew, the word salvation connotes the same thing means deliverance healing health protection preservation and soundness so it means both in the Hebrew and the Greek they connote the same thing and salvation is key to everyone you know in John's gospel chapter 3 verse 16 the Bible says for God so loved the world we all know it John 3 16 John 3 16 the Bible says for God so loved the world God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life whosoever believes in Jesus should not perish whosoever believes in Jesus is not mandated to perish the person is meant to have everlasting life and that's the kind of life that God wants us to have that's the kind of life we should have. It's an everlasting life. It's a life of God. 
Now, so the Bible says that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So if you have believed in Jesus, you are not just a believer. You transpose from being a believer to become a possessor of the God life. Now, you are a possessor of the God life. See verse 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But he wants the world through him to be saved. That's why Jesus came. God wants the world to be saved. That's why he sent Jesus Christ. So that's why we, we have come to introduce the gospel to you. You might have been hearing the gospel all your life, all through the year. It's simple. It's so simple. It's so simple. If you, if you check in the Bible, in, in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, in Romans 6 23 open Romans 6 23 Romans 3 23 also but probably before then I would like to read Psalm 67 in Psalm 67 from verse 1 to 2 uh, and I would like to read it particularly from the Living Bible Psalm 67 verse 1 to 2 O God in mercy bless us let your face be in with joy as you look down at us See verse 2. Send us around the world with the news of your saving power and your eternal plan for all mankind. The Bible says, send us around the world with what? The news of what? Your saving power. That means there's a news of his saving power. And God has what? An eternal plan for all mankind. So God has an eternal plan for all of us. For all of mankind, God has an eternal plan for us. There is an eternal plan for all mankind. So in that, this is very commendable that God has an eternal plan for all of us. So the Bible says, send us around the world with the news of your saving power. In Romans chapter 6 verse 23, the Bible says, so for the wages of sin is death, Say, for the free gift of God is eternal life. Remember eternal life, John 3, 16. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have what? Life everlasting, but have what? Eternal life, but have what? The eternal life also is called everlasting life. Also is called Zoe. It means the God's own type of life. The different kinds of life. Animals, they have their own kind of life. Plants have their own kind of life. Humans have their own kind of life. But there's another life called the God life. It's called eternal life. That's a God life. That's what we receive when we make Jesus Lord over our lives. That's what we receive. In Romans 3.23, the Bible says, For all have sinned, all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. The whole world had sinned before Christ was sent as a redeemer for the redemption of the world. The Bible says, For all have sinned. And I've come short of the glory of God. So it's very important. So the Bible says, send us around the world with what? The news of your saving power. And what? Eternal plan for all mankind. God has an eternal plan for all mankind. That's why he says, send us around the world. That's why we go around the world 
with the news of what? His saving power. God has a saving power. In the gospel is his saving power. There is no other way God could save apart from the gospel. That good news. The Bible says God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. God never sent Jesus to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. That's why God sent Jesus Christ. And Jesus is the only name that we've ever populated. That's the name we've ever preached. The name of Jesus. I tell people, I say Jesus is the greatest personality that I've ever found, that I've ever seen. On a Sunday morning, during the week, at other times, you see people gathered in different places. You see people gathered in auditoriums, event centers, homes, houses, under the tree, in stadiums, in large gatherings, all because of one man, Jesus. Many gather all around the world, all because of that man, Jesus. And that's the gospel. That's the gospel. The whole world needs to know it. In Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the Bible says, For I know the thought that I think toward you, says the Lord. It's an eternal plan for all mankind. God has an eternal plan for all mankind. In Jeremiah, the Bible says, For I have loved you with an everlasting love. And with my loving kindness have I drawn you unto myself. The Bible says, Call unto me and I will answer you. And show you greater mighty things which you do not know. God has an eternal plan for all mankind. Jeremiah 29, 11 again, the Bible says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. They are thoughts of peace, of good, not of evil. Thoughts to give you a future and a hope. God wants to give us a future and a hope. God wants to give us a future and a hope. I love the, the Knox translation says in Jeremiah 29, 11, is I have not lost sight of my plans for you. It is your well-being I have in mind, not your undoing. For you too, I have a future and a hope. Now, our hands have been put on the plow. Luke 9, 62, the Bible says, But Jesus told him, Jesus told them and said, Anyone who lets himself be distracted from the work I planned for him is not fit for the kingdom of God. That's Luke 9, 62. He that put his hand on the plow and he's trying to look back. Jesus told them, anyone who put his hands to the plow and then looks behind. He said he's useless for the kingdom of God. And we would never be useless for the kingdom of God. We wouldn't be like that. We wouldn't look back. God is helping us. And the Lord will help us. God will help us. God will help us. We will not look back. We will not look back. So as a Christian, if you're out there preaching the gospel, go ahead. And if you haven't received the gospel of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is not a religious leader. No. Jesus wasn't just a good rabbi or a good teacher. No, no, no. Jesus is a son of God in truth. And the word of son of God doesn't mean just a man born by God. No. Jesus is God himself. So how can Jesus be the son? Is he not the son of God? In the right connotation. The word the son of God means God in the flesh. God incarnate. God putting on flesh. In John chapter 1 verse 1 the Bible says, In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The Bible says the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. The Bible says without him was not, was not anything made that was made. The Bible says in him was life. 
He said, and the light became the light of man. The Bible said the light shines in darkness. And darkness comprehended in not. The Bible said there was a man sent from God whose name was called John. The Bible said the same came to bear witness of the light. That he wasn't the true light. The light of every man that comes into the word. The Bible said he was in the word and the word was made by him. He said the word knew him not. The Bible said he came unto his own. And his own received him not. He said but as many as received him the word that became Jesus Christ. But as many as received him to them gave he power. He gave them power to become the sons of God. The Bible said even to them that believe on his name. God gave them power to become the sons of God. Who were born, not of flesh, not of blood, not of man, but of the will of God. The Bible says, and of his fullness, and of his fullness, have we all received grace for grace. In verse 14, the Bible says, and the, and, and, and the word became flesh and blood, and moved into the neighborhood. The word became flesh and blood. And they call his name here, Jesus Christ. The word became flesh and blood. The Bible says in, in Revelation, he who sat on the throne had the name written, the word of God. That was the same word of God that came here on earth to be incarnated. He came in the form of sinful flesh. The same word came. The same word came. And it took on him the scene of the whole world. He was our Messiah, our Messiah, our Messiah, the Savior of the whole world, the man from heaven. He was the man from heaven, Yeshua, that's who he is. He's Lord God Almighty. He's the Lord God Almighty. Have you met him? Have you met Jesus? You know, uh, several years ago in the 90s when I began to listen to T.L. Osman, you know, I was so much inspired when Pastor would talk so much about T.L. Osborne in church that I, I, I got some of his tapes and I began to listen to T.L. Osborne. T.L. Osborne said when they came back from India on their first missionary trip and they went to a Billy Graham's convention and while there, him and Daisy and a preacher said, if you would ever meet Jesus, your knees would buckle. I tell people, most people in this generation, I don't think they've ever met Jesus. I'm not trying to say they didn't, they didn't lead you to Christ. They led you to Christ. But have you met him? If you meet Jesus, your life can never be the same. You cannot be a cold Christian. You cannot be a confused Christian. You will be convinced. You, you have conviction, strong convictions about what he has said. Jesus is not just a religious leader. Jesus is not just one of those people. They say Christianity, Islam, religion, traditional religion. No, 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 no. Christianity is not just a religion. Christianity is the life some people say christianity is just a way of life no christianity is not just a way of life christianity is the life but in within christianity there are some religious beliefs but christianity is not a religion christianity is not a religion christianity is a pulsating life of christ in a human person what is christianity christianity is a demonstration and display of the virtues life and the manifestation of Christ in a human person Christianity the life of God being lived through a human person so if you're out there and you've not received Jesus it's time it's a Roman chapter 10 verse 8 to 10 the Bible says but what does it say if you 
if you if you believe in your, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you have to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible says, "Thou shalt be saved." So for with the heart man believes on the righteousness. So for with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So it's time. Can we pray together? Say, dear Lord Jesus, today I come to you. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Now am I a child of God. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. It doesn't end there. Find a Bible-believing church where you can worship. Go there or join them online, like I always say. Just find a Bible. You can't be going to every church. Find the one that God leads you to. Praise God. And let God be glorified in your life. I pray that the Lord will strengthen you. The Lord will lead you to the high place of the Spirit. May the glory and the beauty of the Lord our God be seen upon you. Jesus' matches. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us. Bye for